Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Short track spotlight time, Hannah. You ready? Yep. Okay. Whenever you're ready. This week's short track spot. This week's short track spot. This. Oh, God. This week's short track spotlight. <laughs> Is it a Monday or a Tuesday? Because it feels like a Monday. Nah, it's Tuesday. Ryan is good. He's on hold, so uh, we're good whenever you guys are. Oh my god! What is wrong with me? Oh boy! All right, oh, there's a lot wrong with me, so we don't need to open that can. I'm ready whenever you guys are. Okay. He just said we're ready. Are we ready? Are we going then? I'm ready. Okay. Ryan's ready. The only one not ready is you. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Now, with the latest NASCAR local, regional, touring, and international racing news and views, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. I'm Hannah Newhouse, joined as always by Kyle Rickey. And Kyle, this past weekend, the Arc Menard Series took to a mile racetrack. Not only that, they took to the Springfield Mile, a little bit dirt racing. I know Haley Deegan was excited for that, came home with a P2 finish. But a new face found his way into victory lane after leading pretty much every lap. Yeah, Ryan Unzinker, who races usually twice a year. He runs usually the Springfield Mile and DeCoin and has done so for the better part of a decade now with 20 series starts and all of them coming at those two racetracks. Uh, Finally claimed the win. He led all but one lap. Had to let Haley lead one circuit. I mean, she's been looking forward to this race since they announced it. Um, But, uh, yeah, he was able to pick up the win, hold off Haley Deegan, a wild race. I believe there were nine caution flags over the 103-lap event. I think only a half a dozen or just a few more than that finished of the 17 starters. So a wild affair. Brett Holmes came home in third, uh, Taylor Gray fourth, and uh, Kelly Kovitsky rounded out the top five. And the championship standings, you know, flip-flop again. I feel like they have flip-flopped the last four or five events here on the Arkham Menard Series heading into the season finale in a couple of weeks in Kansas. Now a two-point lead for Brett Holmes over Michael Self. A lot of guys obtaining a lot of damage. If you look at the photos that were posted by NASCAR Roots, Haley Deegan with heavy damage. Taylor Gray had heavy damage. A lot of these guys, uh, clearly, Haley not so much. She probably hasn't figured out more so than others. But a lot of guys figuring out the dirt aspect of it. Heavy nose damage for a lot of them. But it looked like a lot of fun to be able to go and run um, you know, the Springfield Mile. I'm honestly surprised, Kyle, and I know it was a last-minute deal, that we didn't see more people. And we may see it in the future. Uh, if ARCA continues this dirt with the new addition of dirt being added to the cup schedule, we could see next year if we keep the Springfield Mile and or DeCoin on the ARCA schedule, some cup guys trickle down to run some stock cars on dirt. Yeah, it would make sense. Um, I think the one thing that could 
hurt that is now the Bristol Cup race on dirt is in April and the traditional mm. fall events for ARCA, which are DeCoin and Springfield, and they're usually back-to-back weeks. They didn't run DeCoin because of uh, the restrictions in that area, but um, those are usually, you know, this time of year in, in September or early October. So, but you never know, or, or, or we could see the Arkham Menard series at a third dirt race next year at Bristol Motor Speedway. You know, who knows? Yeah, definitely. A lot of these cup guys going to be grasping to get any dirt experience they can. And it could be at a local short track. We got a couple of them around here in the Charlotte area. Uh, Cherokee, not far from here in Concord, runs a weekly dirt series as well. So a lot of them probably looking to get behind the wheel of a dirt car here in the next couple of weeks. So again, first time winner, Ryan Unziker in the Arc Menard series. We'll talk to him here in just a short bit. But on the other side of the spectrum, Kyle, there's a guy up north in your neck of the woods here that just captured his 18th track championship now tying up there in the record books keith rocco that's a pretty astounding accomplishment 18th track championship and and they were all in the division one series or the division one division at these short tracks up here whether it be thompson waterford or stafford all these division one titles have come in the last i believe 13 years uh it broke a record uh a record that has stood now for almost two and a half decades. Joe Kaziski had 17 track championships in the Midwest in the 80s and early 90s. Uh, and he also won five titles in the old NASCAR Bush All-Star Tour. So um, a huge night last week for Keith Rocco, not only winning his fourth SK Modified Championship at the Stafford Motor Speedway, but also uh, claiming another Division One track championship and, and breaking that NASCAR record, which he is very proud about. And a good thing to be proud about him. I mean, he's seen, you know, so much success, like you said, at Thompson, collect, uh, collected wins at Stafford and the SK Modified. And these classes that he's competing in, Kyle, are not easy classes to win in. Some of the Division ones across the country have seven to ten cars, three or four being competitive. But Thompson's Modified Division, and then as well as Stafford's and a couple of the others, they're not something you can just show up and run and win in. No, uh, certainly not, and, and that's something that we talked about in Victory Lane last week at Stafford is this type of race car, the SK Modified, in this state of Connecticut, it, it's some of the toughest competition that you'll see anywhere, all three racetracks. You figure one racetrack you know, may, may favor him over some of the others, but, I mean, there are 10, 12 guys that can win at any given week or, or when Thompson now opens – for, for their events, uh, they have two races this year. But Waterford, you know, they've been typically getting 18 to 20 cars this year. Stafford has uh, over 30 for the most part. I think last week was the lowest car count of the year, 24. But they've also run 14 consecutive weeks now. So um, great competition, you know, and he, with the handicapping up here in Connecticut. He's starting, you know, usually 12th or back if he is you know, the point leader or, or the top three in the championship standings, just the way the handicap up here. So um, he has earned it. And, um, you know, he was definitely really proud along with wife Cassie and victory lane last week. It was uh, something that it was a tie that he has been noticing for the last couple of years now, trying to get this 18th championship. I have no doubt Keith is not done anytime soon. That success will probably continue. He'll continue to grow that record in the next coming year. So congratulations to Keith Rocco on that. But we'll take a quick break. When we return here, we'll have Ryan Unziker to talk about that ARCA win this past weekend. 
Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Over the past weekend, the Arc Menard Series took the trip to the Springfield Mile, a new name, though, finding his way into Victory Lane. Ryan Unziker, who joins us now on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Ryan, first off, thanks for taking some time out of your day to come hang out with us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Well, thanks for having me. It's been a long time coming. You've circled those dirt races every year for the past couple of years on the ARCA uh, Tour. And you did it in a dominating fashion this weekend, led almost every single lap to find victory lane. Uh, how, what was that excitement like when you guys finally crossed the start-finish line and uh, are now ARCA Menard Series winners? Well, I definitely was yelling a lot of happiness and joy in the microphone to all of our guys congratulating them. Um, it's been a long time coming for hindered motorsports plan and i'm just uh blessed that i would be i was able to pull it off for him wanted to ask you about that you've been uh racing for for bill hendren now for i think your entire career for the most part uh, a couple times a year in arca dating back to 2003 how did that relationship come together now almost 18 years ago what well, is kind of interesting um i was always a a fan of racing growing up when I was a little kid and uh, my family helped out Hendren Motorsports and um, my dad I think got started with buying Kenny Rally back in the day their first um, jack their first one one pump jack um, it was like 500 or 700 dollars back in the day and that kind of kind of built the relationship and I grew up watching Kenny Wallace Kenny Rally and uh, Bob Strait uh, swing dirt at the Springfield and DeCoin, and uh, it just kept kind of growing and growing and growing, and I started helping on the cars. One day, uh, Bill asked me that uh, asked me if I wanted to be a driver. So, uh, you know, my my career started with him when he asked me that, and we do the dirt races. Uh, that's what he enjoys, and that's what he can afford. So. Um, we tune in for those, and we, we go uh, hit the road with them. Last year for this race, uh, after or following the race, your your team owner, like you'd mentioned, uh, had made the call that, hey, maybe we need a new car uh, moving forward. And according to the press release post-race, you guys did have a new car for this event. How much do you think that actually played into the factor of being able to capture that victory? Uh, I believe it was it was really a big key. Um, you know, the old dinosaur that we was <laughs> – um kept racing for many years in the past uh 
you know, it was a good car. Uh, I mean, it almost brought us to victory lanes in the past. Uh, but from what I felt out, felt with this newer chassis, uh, just was a lot more consistent and a lot more driver friendly. Um, and, and that's what we needed. You know, when you're playing around on dirt and it's hard to find traction at the time, uh, you need consistency. And, um, there was only maybe a handful of times that I felt that I had messed up and, um, you know, when I did feel like I messed up, it wasn't in a big fashion uh, to where the old car, when you messed up, it was a little less unforgiving. So I'm uh, very happy that Bill decided to purchase the new car. <laughs> we talked earlier in the show, a wild race, nine caution flags, big wreck on lap one, several other spins and incidents throughout the race. That meant a lot of restarts. How concerned were you, uh, especially that last restart? Just a couple laps to go with Haley Deegan right there, and, and everyone knows how hungry Haley has been to get to victory lane this year. Uh, was there much concern uh, from your seat and looking to fend her off those final couple laps? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, it's racing, it's motorsport. Uh, anything can happen. I've, I've lost so many races um, with, say, one, two, three, three laps to go or on a race restart. Um, you know, I just try to stay focused and uh, look at the task, again, task at hand uh, to have a good restart. And it looks like, um, you know, kind of she may have got the jump on me a little bit because that's where her one lap lead was uh, right there on that restart. She was must have been a nose ahead of me or whatever. But, um, you know, we was able to uh, power through um, turns one and two and get back ahead of her. and. Um, it was just a great race for for my team. Um, it was the track conditions were very tough. Um, it seemed like all the crashes happened over in three and four. Uh, that was the trickiest part of the the whole stretch. So the last closing laps, I was just trying to hit my marks and and uh, not do something stupid. And you hail from not far from this racetrack, El Paso, Illinois, not Texas. When I first read that, I was like, wait a second, I'm a little confused. <laughs> but El Paso, Illinois. Uh, what does a regular season look like for you? Where are you racing? I know you're racing this up and coming weekend in a decent sized race. Uh, but wh what does your schedule look like here outside of the Arca Menard series? So we race dirt late models. Um, we're, we're in UMP country. That's uh, most of the dirt late model events that we race are uh, with the UMP series, which is uh, affiliated with the world of outlaws dirt late model series. And also we do some Lucas oil, uh, dirt late model series events as well. Um, so we we pretty much, you know, stay within, uh, let's say, 300 miles of El Paso. Uh, we don't travel as much as we used to, but uh, there's really been no need to this year because we've had some great events in, in the Illinois area that we, you know, kind of just stay, uh, stay close to home, sleep in our own bed at night, and uh, not have to travel up and down the road so much. And you have found so much success over the last 18 years at a lot of these Illinois uh, short tracks, dirt tracks. Uh, who are some of the drivers that, that you looked up to growing up and, and may have helped you with some of the success that you have found over the last couple of decades? Well, we've been racing for a long time with the Dirt Lay Miles and, uh, or with the Dirt Lay Miles. And, um, you know, we've got over 100 wins uh, with that car um, or with that style of car and you know um growing up i mean 
I would say probably one of the biggest ones that I always looked at when I was a kid that uh, when I wasn't racing yet, when I was dreaming of, of racing um, and getting my own car one day would be, uh, you know, somebody like uh, Shannon Babb and uh, Billy Moyer really would be the first two names that come to my um, come to my mind. My biggest fan was, or the biggest uh, person I looked up to as far as, uh, you know, a hero uh, was a Kevin Weaver. He's just a, a guy that um, races a lot. Well, he races locally now, but uh, he used to travel quite a bit back in the day. Um, he was one of the ones that I, I was rooted for, but uh, to look up to and and know their accomplishments, uh, Shannon Babb and Billy Moyer by far were probably the ones that, uh, that I really idolized. Shannon Babb, and I believe, are are you racing with him again this weekend? Yeah, I'll see uh, possibly both of them this weekend. So whenever there's money around, mm-hmm. um, the race is paying big money um, like it is this weekend, uh, you bet the, both of them will be there. And that's so cool to be able to race against someone that you did look up to. But again, you're carrying that ARCA win into this weekend. So congratulations on that. Best of luck this weekend. And hopefully we'll have you back here on NASCAR Coast to Coast again sometime soon. Yeah, we're still pumped. Um, phone's still blowing up with text messages, emails, phone calls, and uh, it's just been an exciting time for our team, and uh, we're definitely one who, uh, I don't want this week to end, because I know know once uh, everybody kind of forgets about it, uh, you know, all the, all we'll have is the trophy to look at all winter, so, but still pretty cool moment for us. Well, congratulations to you guys again, and you got all week to celebrate, and then it's back to business this up and coming weekend. Yes. Thank you very much. Awesome. Again, that was Ryan Unziker, your winner this past weekend in the Arca Menard Series at the Springfield Mile. But when we return, we've got your Wheelan Engineering Short Track Spotlight of the Week. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Power isn't born, it's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Wheeland and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. This week's Short Track Spotlight, brought to you by Wheeland Engineering, is Berlin Raceway up in Marne, Michigan. It's a 716th mile paved oval right outside of Grand Rapids, Michigan. The track races weekly as part of NASCAR's Advanced Auto Parts All-American Series, and it currently hosts a race in the Arc Menard Series East Tour. The track opened in 1950 as a dirt track and was originally a horse track before World War II. The track was paved in 1966 as a 716th mile asphalt oval with a 13-degree banking in the turns and a 9-degree banking on the straightaways. 
In 2014, the track becomes Berlin Raceway and Entertainment Complex, which included a multi-million dollar facility upgrade. Upgrades included new main grandstands transported from Michigan International Speedway, a press box, 11 luxury skyboxes, and the Left Turn Lounge, which is a full-service bar and lounge. Berlin added additional events such as concerts, monster truck shows, Ribstock, Brewtoberfest, and yet again hosted the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars on Dirt. Notable ARCA winners over the years have included Bob and Brian Keselowski, Frank Kimmel, Scott Speed, Chris Buescher, Eric Jones, and Grant Enfinger. They've got a lot of good big late model races as well that we like to go and watch. Kyle is watching me and making fun of my hands. Although everyone that is listening on audio cannot see it, I just want you every time I do future short track spotlights to picture Kyle mimicking me with my hands because that's what happens every week here on the Wheel and Engineering Short Track Spotlight. Be sure to go support Berlin Raceway in Marn, Michigan. And that is your Wheel and Engineering Short Track Spotlight. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. where you were going 40 miles an hour this is a residential area sure but i'm on my lawnmower wait am i getting a ticket no i've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys and mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds what got into you well it did fuel up at sunoco this morning at sunoco we know how to fuel peak performance we've been doing it for american racing for over 50 years fuel your best power isn't born it's built over time for over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. We talked about it at the beginning of the show and talked to the winner of the Arkham Menard Series race at the Springfield Mile this past weekend, but also our friends across the water raced, Kyle. The NASCAR Euro Series raced in Belgium. Uh, weather impending on a lot of their racing, but hey, unlike us over here, they race in the rain. They said, hey, we're just going to go for it, uh, made for an interesting weekend. A lot of wet weather racing uh, over the course of a couple of days at the uh, Grand Prix of Belgium, although I hear we might be doing it at the Roval this weekend in Charlotte, so yes. we'll see. Uh, in race one, it was Lassay Sorensen taking down the win over Mark Goosen, Zalon Day, uh, Alan Day rather, uh, Jacques Villeneuve and Gianmarco Ercoli. In race two, Alan Day picked up the race win. It was drier on day number two. Uh, Gianmarco Ercoli picked up uh, the runner-up finish there over Mark Goosen, Steins Longjin and Loris Hazeman rounding out the top five in race number two. Alan Day is a three-point lead over Lisey Sorensen and 11 points over Gianmarco Ercoli as they head to, let's see, the Grand Prix of the Czech Republic at the Autodrome Most in just a couple of weeks from now, November 14th and 15th, so maybe more than a couple of weeks from now, about a month and a half from now, I feel like. 
Uh, they have six races to go. They race into the second week of December. I know we joke about it, Kyle, but I'm serious. We need to take NASCAR Coast to Coast International next year because how cool would it be to be in Belgium this week yep. and then go to the Czech Republic next week? We could have authentic Belgian waffles. Do you we eat could. that? Do you eat waffles? Yeah. You're very picky. I, I am. You like pizza, but too. I do, so we're good. Right, so you could have waffles and pizza for our entire excursion in Europe. All right, tell Dylan, get the suitcases out. We're, uh, we're going to head to Europe. We're going international next year for NASCAR Coast to Coast. Heck, but... we have six weeks before the next race. We have time to get there. That is true, and I don't travel again until Fall, Texas. Wait, is it the same weekend as Fall, Texas? No. Fall, Texas is in October. Oh, you said so. six weeks. Wow. Scrambled egg with brain today. Sorry. Um, great. We'll go, we'll go international next year for NASCAR goes to goes. But uh, the opposite of international, the national points here in the uh, States continuing to wind down. Uh, only a handful of opportunities really left, Kyle. Yeah, down to the last couple of weeks in Division One in the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series. Josh Berry uh, continues to lead the standings by 26 over Peyton Sellers. Ryan Millington, 38 points back. Then it's Jacob Gady and Brian Roby. For the most part, the same five drivers that have been in the top five since the points started to be distributed at the end of August. Only 50 points separate them. A couple of weeks to go. It's going to be tough for Brian Roby, though, who's fifth as most of the tracks where he's running up in uh, the northern New England part of the region, at Monadnock, Hudson, and Claremont are beginning to uh, button up shop for the season. I think Jacob Gady has a few events left in Wisconsin. He runs lacrosse, Elko, and Madison. And uh, the folks down south, I think, have a couple of weeks left as well at places like uh, Hickory. So um, we'll see how it turns out. And if maybe uh, like a Keith Rocco, can jump in there these final couple of weeks and, and maybe get a spot in the top five after doing so well at Stafford. And he has a race this coming weekend at the Thompson Speedway here in Connecticut. And you said it a couple more weeks for those national points championships. A lot of local racetracks still a couple weeks left for their championship finales. But two of the touring regional series are looking to crown a champion this upcoming weekend. One of the most uh, looked forward to events in the modified world this upcoming weekend at Thompson. World Series, Kyle. I know it's something I've looked forward to going to. Unfortunately, not going this weekend. I assume you will be there, though, as we look to crown a NASCAR Will and Modified Tour champion this weekend. You assume right. Uh, 19 <laughs> divisions. I think the uh, the schedule is up to. Now, I think there's two super modified divisions and six modified divisions, regular modified divisions. So, including the NASCAR Will and Modified Tour, Justin Bonson, your 27-point lead over Doug Kobe. Justin looking for his second modified championship in three years. Doug looking for his seventh title over the, the course of his career, uh, which spans now more than a decade. So um, should, I mean, Justin's really going to have to stumble, um, but he did uh, a couple of years ago and Doug nearly passed him. There was just a couple of points at the end. So you never know. They're expecting another big field of, of 30 plus race cars. And if you have an issue with a big field of cars, anything can happen. It'll be interesting to watch, and you can watch it all on NBC's Track Pass uh, live this weekend. Also, this upcoming weekend, the Arca Menard Series East is looking to crown their champion at Five Flags Speedway down in Pensacola, Florida. Weather could be impending that, Kyle. We haven't heard any official word yet again. We do record this on Tuesday afternoon about 3 o'clock. So uh, 
there is unfortunately another hurricane set to make landfall, hence why we talked about the wet weather that we're going to have here in the Charlotte area, even over the weekend with the Roval. Yeah, and uh, I feel like the, this part of the country, you know, Louisiana, uh, New Orleans especially, um, and, and then that panhandle of Florida, they've got hit so many times this year, whether it, it be, you know, just a heavy rain shower or, you know, a category, you know, three or four hurricane. Um, yeah. It's been quite the summer, and there looks like there's another one heading their way. Uh, so it could impact the season finale for the Arkham Menards East Series, Sam Mayer, a 26-point lead over Ty Gibbs, looking for his second consecutive East Series championship. Uh, Nick Sanchez is third, but too far out of the picture, 61 points back. Mason Diaz, Mason Diaz is fourth, 62 points back. Uh, they last raced a couple of weeks ago at the Bristol Motor Speedway. So fingers crossed that they can race this weekend, but like you mentioned, uh, it might take a, a miracle from Mother Nature for that to happen. Yeah, we send our thoughts and prayers to all of the families down there. Our racers as well that are going to be in the path of that hurricane, like you'd mentioned, they've uh, they've got hit a lot this year, and it's unfortunate for those those circumstances. But hopefully, fingers crossed, we do to get a race in, and you can watch that one as well on NBC's Track Pass. Well, Kyle, we'll have a lot to talk about next week. We'll have a NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour 2020 champion. Believe it or not, after everything, at one point we weren't even sure if they were going racing. We'll have a champion on next week. We're looking forward to talking about it. I think we can say that about every series uh, this year. We, you know, we we did these shows all of March, April, and May, wondering what the future was going to be of of NASCAR, uh, short track racing and regional racing. And slowly but surely, once we got through the month of May and into the month of June, tracks opened up, and here we are, uh, three months later, talking about championship battles. Thank God, um, and we're going to have a good one. Good, hopefully, a good couple championship races this weekend with the Modifieds and the Arkham Menards East Series. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kyle, I know you're a busy man. you got a lot of plans this evening, so we will take this conversation next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. So I'm Hannah Newhouse for Kyle Ricky and producers Craig Moore. We will see you guys next, next week here on the Motor Racing Network for NASCAR Coast to Coast. You've been listening to NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.